BFM Catholic Radio proudly presents the Marian Hour with Father Dwight Campbell, spiritual advisor to WSFI and pastor of Our Lady of Mount Carmel and St. Therese in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Good afternoon, everyone. Father Campbell here, back for another um, segment of our, our Marian Hour. We do this every Tuesday and Thursday, pardon me, every second and fourth Wednesdays <laughs> of the month, okay? Um, <clears throat> and this is the fourth Wednesday of June, the month of the Sacred Heart of Jesus Christ. And we're going to begin our Marian Hour today, as I always do with my favorite Marian prayer, the Memorare. So if you would please join me in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, um, I, I thought today I would talk about consecration to Mary. I just finished last night a four-part course over four weeks on Tuesday evenings. That's why I had Tuesday evenings in my mind. Um, in my statement just a few minutes ago, uh, and this four-part course uh, was basically going through the greatest book ever written on Mary, in my opinion, which is True Devotion to the Blessed Virgin by St. Louis Marie de Montfort. And <clears throat> I, I do this every couple of years. I have a four-part course, and once people understand what true devotion to Mary is, well then, uh, I encourage them to do what uh, St. Louis de Montfort encourages all of us to do, is, and that is to consecrate ourselves to the Blessed Virgin Mary. A total consecration to Mary, or if you want to look at it another way, to Jesus through Mary, because uh, we, we go to Jesus through her. So, <clears throat> um, having just gone through the whole of the true devotion with a group of about, oh, about 40 people um, at St. Therese Church in Kenosha, one of my parishes, I thought today I would uh, follow up, because the last time I was reading from St. Louis de Montfort's true devotion, if you remember, and uh, the beginning of his work, how he he speaks of the importance of Mary and and um, what what St. Louis de Montfort does in his true devotion, uh, starting out at least, is to give a, a theological foundation for devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it especially centers on uh, the Incarnation. And, um, and uh, the Incarnation, as St. Louis de Montfort says, is the, um, well, the, the 
central um, the central focus of devotion to Mary. I'll, I'll read from St. Louis de Montfort. This is number 243. His True Devotion is a very handy book because it's numbered throughout. I think there are 273 or 253 numbers altogether in the whole work. And this is from 243. And he speaks of the importance of, of the incarnation as, as a basis for the true devotion to the Blessed Virgin, saying that uh, the, that loving uh, slaves of Jesus in Mary, that's what we should be, should hold in high esteem devotion to Jesus, the Word of God, and the great mystery of the Incarnation, which is, I'll, I'll ask my, I have a, a couple of guests sitting in with me, today, um, I'll, I'll, along with Angela, uh, I'll ask, does anyone know what uh, the, um, the Feast of the Incarnation, uh, the event of the Incarnation, what date we're talking about here? Can I guess March 25th? That's it. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> yes. The most important event in the history of the world. The Son of God becomes man when Mary utters her fiat. And it's exactly nine months before the birth of Jesus. So, the incarnation, Mary conceives Jesus in her womb by the power of the Holy Spirit. And St. Louis goes on to say um, that um, uh, we uh, honor and imitate uh, the wondrous dependence of the Son of God who, for the first nine months of his human life, was enclosed in the womb of Mary, totally dependent upon Mary. We imitate the Son of God when we devote ourselves to Mary and regard ourselves as slaves to Mary. Jesus became, says St. Louis, a slave in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary, depending upon her for everything. Now, Jesus became a slave for us, St. Paul tells us this. In the Greek, it's doulos. You can see it translated either as slave or servant. They both mean the same thing. So Jesus became a slave for us, um, as the prophet Isaiah says in chapters 52, 53, uh, the suffering servant or the suffering slave for us. And we, in turn, uh, follow St. Paul, who says, I have become a slave for Jesus Christ. And if we're a slave for Jesus Christ, well, we should be a slave for Mary, because we want to imitate Jesus, who was a slave of Mary, enclosed in her womb for nine months. And St. Louis goes on to say in number 246 of his true devotion, since the principal mystery celebrated and honored in this devotion, that is, true devotion to Mary, is the mystery of the Incarnation, where we find Jesus only in Mary, having become incarnate in her womb, it is more appropriate for us to say slavery of Jesus in Mary, of Jesus dwelling, enthroned in Mary. And that idea of Jesus living in Mary, this was uh, the great concept, you could say, 
of uh, Cardinal Pierre de Bérulle, who founded what is known as the French School of Spirituality in the early 1600s, of which St. Louis de Montfort was a student of um, in the latter part of that century. And uh, really is what inspired him to, to write the true devotion to Mary. So St. Louis de Montfort stresses that the proper response to understanding Mary's place in the economy of salvation, in God's plan for redemption and salvation, uh, she is inseparably linked to Jesus. Uh, the response to this knowledge of Mary's role as the mother, the uh, cooperator in, in the redemption, is to consecrate ourselves to, to Mary or to Jesus through Mary. So I'm, I'm going to talk about consecration today. Um, what do we mean by consecration Well, to Mary? Well, as I said, it's a consequence, a most fitting response to the truth that Mary is our spiritual mother in the order of grace. Okay. Why is she our spiritual mother in the order of grace? Because, and this is the teaching of the Second Vatican Council, Lumen Gentium, which is found in the Catechism of the Catholic Church in uh, Numbers like 963, 964, that Mary conceived Jesus in her womb, gave birth to him, and uh, then was, from that, that moment of, of the incarnation, was united in this, this beautiful bond with her son for the work of our redemption. And then she was at the foot of the cross, uniting her heart, which was pierced with the sword of sorrow, to the heart of her son for our redemption. And for this reason, she, uh, because of her cooperation, especially in our redemption, she is our mother in the order of grace. And we learn this at the, cr at the foot of the cross, her being at the foot of the cross. Because there's something that, that Jesus said to Mary, on Calvary, which indicates this. And I'll ask anyone here, do you, do you know what Jesus said to his mother? I think we should ask Mark, because he's <laughs> Jesuit trained. <laughs> it's unfair, because Marianne is a product of the Franciscans, and we know like the Franciscans love Our Lady. Okay, now Marianne is, is Angela's sister, who is here visiting. She's in the studio with us, along with Mark Curran. Okay, so um, what is it that Jesus said that you know, basically um, confirms this, this notion that Mary is our spiritual mother in the order of grace. What did Jesus say? Uh, was it behold your That's it. Yay! That's it. Score one for the Jesuits. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, yes, Jesus <laughs> says to, um, to the Blessed Virgin, woman, behold your son. Okay. Now, he didn't say, Mother, behold your son. He used that term, woman, very consciously uh, for, for a reason, because Mary is the woman revealed in Genesis 3.15 who cooperates with Jesus in crushing the head of the serpent. Okay? And you can, you can uh, translate Genesis 3.15 because it's a, a neuter 
pronoun, it will crush your head as either he or she properly. Jesus crushes the head of the serpent, but so does the Blessed Virgin Mary. So Jesus says to Mary, woman, okay, you're the woman who's crushing the head of, of ser the serpent with me right now, okay, behold your son, and then to John, who was a disciple of Christ, the apostle, behold your mother. So Jesus is um, revealing here in no uncertain terms that Mary is our our spiritual mother and the order of grace. And that was my, my talk on the last show, why she is our mother in the order of grace. We see this in scripture, in tradition. And so St. Louis de Montfort realizing that Mary is our spiritual mother in the order of grace says that our fitting response to this truth revealed by God is to consecrate ourselves to the Blessed Virgin Mary totally. Now, consecration is a form of devotion, and devotion is an act of religion. And I'm, I'm going in sequential order here, okay, stay with me, okay. The virtue of religion is part of the virtue of justice, you see. There are four cardinal virtues, okay, prudence, justice, fortitude, temperance. Justice means what? I'm, I'm going to turn to, to Mark Kern, your former yes. sheriff of, of DuPage County. No, Lake. Lake County, pardon me, Lake County. Okay, so what is justice? Justice is? So I, I pray the, the seven virtues, you know, as part of my rosary. But uh, justice, I think we think of in, in terms of uh, just that, that people are tr treated with dignity and, and, uh, and respect. And and that's that's true, um, that is true. Uh, he could have fairness. a Franciscan. He could have a Franciscan challenger here <laughs> for a second. Here. One, well, one question, real quick. <laughs> March twenty fifth. Do we refer to that as anything other than the feast of an incarnation? Because I've known it. Well, it's the Annunciation. Yeah, exactly. That's the way I always. And yeah. but I like to. I always call it the the feast or the solemnity. It is a solemnity right. of the Annunciation of the Incarnation and Birth of Our Lord, okay. because that's what it is. That's what the angel announced, okay? So, so the virtue of justice, properly, theologically, is giving uh, someone else what is due to them. And in regard to God, we owe God worship and adoration. And that's where the virtue of religion comes in, because we have practices of religion which we are obligated to follow. They're revealed by God. Uh, in the Old Testament, the Jews had to do certain things, and we in the New Testament, God has given us the form of worship that we are to adhere to. It's called the Catholic Mass. Okay, That's why we have to get everyone in the church to be worshiping God the way that God has revealed he wants to be worshiped. That's the Mass. So devotion is, is um, an act of the virtue of religion. And it is really, de devotion is a disposition of the will. Okay, To give oneself entirely to God and uh, it manifests itself in performing acts of worship to God. If you know, you're, if you're devoted to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, you're you're you're, you know, you're you're honoring, you're worshiping Christ's heart, the symbol of His divine and human love, and also it's performing acts in veneration of the saints. And 
with the Blessed Virgin Mary, she is venerated uh, what we call hyperdulia, uh, 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 a veneration above all the other saints because of who she is, the Mother of God filled with grace, the Immaculate Conceived One, and our Mother in the Order of Grace. So uh, that's what devotion is in general. Marian devotion means to show a special honor and love to the Blessed Virgin, the Mother of God, who is joined in an inseparable bond with her son in the saving work of redemption and salvation. I see the clock is ticking. We're ready for our first break of the day. So we will return shortly and resume our topic of consecration to Mary. WSFI 88.5 FM radio and you can donate by calling 224-206-8455 or going online at wsficatholicradio.org P.O. Box 885 Libertyville, Illinois 648 We count on listeners like you Please. As we got towards Christmas, one of the parishioners suggested, why don't we take out an ad on the local radio station? I have to say, I really didn't have an awful lot of optimism about it. But I was well advised. We went and we cut a little message. Once it started playing, I began to hear from the Catholics in the parish about how great this was that we're out there, how great this was that, that we are showing signs of life, how great this is to encourage us who are here in the parish already. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. The Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is blessed with the opportunity to participate with WSFI Catholic Radio in the new evangelization. Holy Family is your local resource for books, CDs, and DVDs from Catholic Answers, Ignatius Press, and all of the other fine publishers featured on Catholic Radio. Holy Family also has the area's largest selection of baptism, communion, and confirmation gifts. Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is located at 9249 Old Green Bay Road, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. More information is available on Facebook. This is Father Dwight Campbell back for another, uh, the second portion of our Marian Hour today. And, and I'm talking about today consecration to the Blessed Virgin Mary. In my last program, a couple of weeks back, I, I spoke of um, how St. Louis de Montfort um, really set forth a, a theological basis for devotion to Mary and explaining her role in God's plan of redemption and salvation, uh, primarily that she's our mother in the order of grace because she, she gave birth to, uh, conceived and, and gave birth to the Savior, Jesus Christ. And actually the teaching of the church 
Second Vatican Council, our Catechism of the Catholic Church, um, also stresses in its segment upon Mary, our Mother in the Order of Grace, that um, Mary is, is endowed with that role because of her cooperation in the redemption at the foot of the cross. And, of course, Jesus spoke to Mary, Woman, behold thy son, and then to the Apostle John, Behold thy mother, uh, affirming her motherhood in the order of grace. Now, I, I'm going to pick up where I left off at the end of the last segment. So Marian devotion um, means to show special honor and love to the Blessed Mother because she is joined in, in an inseparable bond to Jesus Christ um, in the plan of God for, for redemption and salvation. And <clears throat> we, as a result of Mary's sublime role here, we, we, we consecrate ourselves to Mary or to Jesus through Mary, because actually um, everything we do t with in regard to Mary is relative to Christ. It's what I call the Marian principle of total relativity to Christ. If we give Mary any praise, she doesn't keep it for herself. She gives it to God. We see this in her great prayer, the Magnificat. When, when Elizabeth praises her, Mary, what does she say? Oh, thank you, Elizabeth, for praising me. No, she says, my soul doth magnify the Lord. Okay. And that's what Mary does. She, she gives all praise and glory to Jesus Christ, her son. So we go to Jesus through Mary and consecrating ourselves to the Blessed Virgin Mary, as St. Louis de Montfort says, is a way of living out our baptismal consecration to Jesus Christ. It's the most perfect way. And this word consecration, okay, what, is, what does that mean? We have to define our terms. Very important to define our, uh, define our terms. To consecrate, you can look at it different ways, okay? At Mass, the high point of the Mass is the consecration, right. okay? So those words that Jesus uttered at the Last Supper, um, and that means basically to hallow, to, to sanctify, okay? Um, the Latin consecrare. And so in one sense, to hallow, to sanctify means to consecrate. Uh, another related uh, meaning of consecration or to consecrate means to, to set aside, to set apart. Okay, you, in, in regard to religion, when we consecrate, we're, we're taking something out of the, the secular, temporal realm and, and setting it aside in, in the sacred realm, okay, for God. And um, dedicating ourselves for the service of God uh, by a formal act. When you do a consecration, it's not like, well, I'm, I'm just going to do this for a day and then you know, move on and forget about it. No, when you consecrate yourself, you're, it's a consecration for, for life. And that's why St. Louis de Montfort, you know, he, he recommends undergoing a 33-day preparation for a total consecration of oneself uh, 
to the Blessed Virgin Mary, this formal act that one undergoes, and then to renew your consecration to, to Mary or to Jesus through Mary every year on that same date uh, that you pick the first time. And I mentioned before, our fundamental consecration is, is baptism. Uh, why? Because we became children of God, and we became adopted sons in the Son. And uh, consecration to Mary, as St. Louis de Montfort stresses, is uh, the most perfect, efficacious, easiest, and surest way to live out our baptismal consecration. One good point that St. Louis de Montfort makes in The True Devotion is that many people, and before I read The True Devotion, I, f I fit in, in, into this category, many people never think about their baptismal consecration. That uh, what do we do when we consecrate ourselves or our actually godparents did it for us um, if we were baptized uh, uh, as infants, okay? Um, uh, we um, we uh, rejected Satan, rejected sin, and we renew our baptismal consecration once a year. I'll ask my guest, do you, do you remember when we renew our baptismal consecration? Mary Ann, do you know? I think it's in the Easter season. That's it. Well, it's Easter Sunday, actually. Yes. Yes. Instead of the creed, we... we the priest reads, you know, do you believe in God, the Father Almighty? Yes, I do. You say, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Okay. Do you reject Satan and, and all his works? Yes, I do. Okay. So um, the best way to live out that baptismal consecration, which most of us are not conscious of, you know, th throughout the year, um, other than... the Godfather a lot. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and, well, we... we uh, uh, we, we consecrate ourselves to Mary to better live out our, our baptismal consecration. And uh, St. Louis says that total consecration to Mary is the most perfect form of Marian devotion. And here I'm going to quote, just to give an idea of, of what consecration means, I'm going to quote Pope Pius Twelfth. Uh, this was back in the 1950s. I don't have the exact date for this, but he was addressing a group, and I, I believe it was at Lourdes, France, and this group was there to consecrate themselves to Mary at Lourdes. And these are the words that he said to them. I'll, I'll read them. They're very beautiful, okay? Um, consecration um, presupposes before all else that you yourselves will practice Mary's virtues. The charm of her immaculate heart, the recollection and spirit of her prayer, of which the gospel speaks when it twice recalls that she kept in her heart the memory of the graces of God and of the actions of the child Jesus. And we also recall the love of God that Mary had, humble, ardent, joyous, which shines forth in her great prayer, the Magnificat. We recall the love of others as well, 
all men whom Mary loves, that incomparable charity which makes her fly to the service of her cousin Elizabeth as soon as she learns of her approaching motherhood, which makes Mary attentive to the plight of the bridal couple when the wine begins to fail at the feast at Cana, which at the end unites her so sorrowfully and profoundly to the sufferings of her divine son for the salvation of the human race. She remains a model for all Christians. Now, um, the last segment of St. Louis de Montfort's True Devotion to Mary, you know, after he explains the basis theological for, for uh, Mary's importance and what our response should be consecration, he really uh, then goes into uh, a detailed explanation of how to live out consecration. And what it boils down to, I think, in essence, is imitation of Mary. Okay. We want to imitate Mary. That's what Pius XII was saying here. Okay. Do we imitate her virtues? In fact, uh, St. Louis de Montfort, um, I'm going to try to find the, the um, ah, here it is. I did find it. Okay. My, my guardian angel's with Brother, me today. Uh, just a moment. Oh, I'm going sure, to I'm sure. going to finish up on this thought here. Um, uh, Saint Louis de Montfort speaks of ten virtues of the Virgin Mary, and um, uh, these are are the ten principal virtues of Mary. Okay, that we're to imitate. Okay, her deep humility, her lively faith, her blind obedience, unquestioning. Okay. Her unceasing prayer, she was in a constant state of recollection, okay. Her constant self-denial, her surpassing purity, her ardent love, her heroic patience, her angelic kindness, and her heavenly wisdom. So, um, to, to imitate Mary in these virtues is, is really... Um, what we mean by by consecrating ourselves to Mary. You had a question, Mark. You know, just a, a comment, Father. Um, so I reflect on my baptism and, and the grace and, and uh, the fortune that I have by being baptized a Catholic. Every Thursday when I pray the Luminous Mysteries, because that's the first of the Luminous. With, with Jesus being baptized. Right, but also my own. Okay, well, that's... And I've been to the River Jordan, too, by the way, if anybody hasn't. It's a wonderful thing. So have I. Yeah. Yes, it's... it's it's. I, I visited okay there twice. Is reflect on my own? You know what I mean? Oh, Part absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, yeah. um, his his baptism, he didn't need it, but he he is an example for us all in that sense. Uh, um, you know, the Holy Spirit came down upon him. The Father spoke. Uh, it was really a manifestation of of the Trinity at his at Christ's baptism, so that's that's wonderful that you you think about your your baptism and you know I just don't think many people do, uh, and I'm speaking from personal experience. Before I learned about this devotion, I it was not something I ever was really conscious of. You know that that my godparents made made these promises, and what Saint Louis de Montfort says in the True Devotion is that. Uh, with with the consecration of ourselves, we are then doing this consciously as you know adult Christians, where we didn't do this 
as infants. And not only that, when we were baptized, we weren't committing ourselves to doing everything uh, through, within, and for Mary, okay, which is what St. Louis de Montfort says here. Uh, and this is how we imitate Mary. This is, and actually it's um, what, what he calls in number 257 of the True Devotion. This is the last segment of the True Devotion to Mary. Special interior practices for those who wish to be perfect. And um, to do everything, as he says, through Mary, with Mary, in Mary, and for Mary, in order to do them more perfectly through Jesus, with Jesus, in Jesus, and for Jesus. Now, what does he mean by, first of all, doing everything through Mary? Well, um, he says that is we must obey her and be led in all things by her spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. Mary was totally, completely uh, responsive to the Holy Spirit. Okay. We aren't. Why could, I'm going to ask this question to our guests here, okay, those who are sitting in, okay, why do we know that Mary was totally, completely responsive to the Holy Spirit where we are not? What, what uh, you could say, enabled her or helped her to be completely responsive to the Holy Spirit in every inspiration? Um, so I, I'm going to say that um, just the, the mere fact that she's the mother of God that is... Okay. Cana, I, I think of Cana, obviously, where um, everything worked. Her, everything was, as you said, handed off to her son. Okay. Oh, but wasn't she a, a oh, conceived by with the Holy Spirit? Ah, this is it. Yeah. That's it. She, she because yeah. immaculate conception. Well, she, her, yeah. her immaculate conception. Uh, right? Not not that she was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Okay. okay. That was Jesus. Okay. Okay. But Mary was conceived without sin. Right. Okay. It was it was a preservative grace, a preemptive grace, we call it. So this was part of God's plan from all eternity that Mary, that Jesus would, the word would become flesh and that Mary would be his mother. And this is what Pope Pius IX, Blessed Pius IX says in his, his bull, uh, proclaiming the dogma of the Immaculate Conception that uh, this was that, that Mary was joined to Jesus in one and the same eternal decree and because she was going to be the mother of God well God in his plan from all eternity uh, was going to preserve her from any stain of sin you know you if water runs through a dirty pipe it becomes dirty well Mary had to be spotless and she's preserved from all sin, and this gives honor to Jesus. Okay, this this was done in light of the fact that she was going to be the mother of the Word, and not only was she preserved from sin. That's what I what I prefer to call the the negative aspect of the Immaculate Conception. But then, in addition, what happened at the Immaculate Conception? She was filled with Holy Spirit. grace, grace. Yes, grace. the Holy Spirit filled with grace. Same thing. 
That's why the angel greets her, hail full of grace. He's acknowledging her immaculate conception. And in fact, that's one of the, the biblical verses that Pius the, the Ninth uses as a justification for believing that, that Mary was immaculately conceived. And I see we're almost out of time, so we'll take a break. Be back just Once shortly. Again, WSFI Radio, you're listening to, we count on listeners like you. Want an example of a false sense of security? How about relying on the life insurance you get through work to pay for all of your final expenses? Do you have plans to retire someday? Or do you plan on working for that company for the rest of your life? The fact is, you may lose your life insurance when you leave a company. I'm Matt Tomlinson from Catholic Financial Life, and I invite you to share your hopes and dreams with me. To discuss your options for protecting your family, call me at 847-548-MATT. That's 847-548-6288. Products and services not available in all states. Hi, this is Matthew Nelson with the Catholic Men's Group at St. Lucie Parish in Racine, Wisconsin. If you're a man looking to enrich your faith, we invite you to join our Band of Brothers Scripture Study every Saturday morning at 7 a.m. We review the Sunday Mass readings and discuss how that applies to us Catholic men in today's society. That's Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. at St. Lucie Parish in Racine. Okay, this is Father Dwight Campbell back for the third portion or segment of the Marian Hour. And uh, in the studio with me, Angela Tomlinson, her sister Marianne, who's in visiting, and Mark Curran. And uh, I'm talking about total consecration to the Blessed Virgin Mary today, um, the, the practice of St. Louis Marie de Montfort. Okay. And... Uh, what St. Louis recommends for uh, effectively consecrating oneself totally to Mary, which is in essence imitating her in order to better imitate Jesus. And St. Louis says, I'll read it again, uh, we do everything through Mary, with Mary, in Mary, for Mary, in order to do everything more perfectly through Jesus, with Jesus, in Jesus, and for Jesus. Now, what does it mean to do everything through Mary? Well, to be led in all things by her Spirit. And um, the Spirit of Mary is the Spirit of God. She was never led by any other spirit, not her own. And we have a problem doing this. Okay, uh, Mary was preserved from all sin, filled with grace. This is why she could respond totally and completely to every inspiration of the Holy Spirit. We cannot do that because of the effects of original sin. Okay, it's called concupiscence. Uh, it's the inclination to do our own will rather than God's will. Concupiscence is manifested seven ways. Seven deadly, deadly sins. sins. That's it. <laughs> and I use Father John Harden's acronym places 
G, pride, lust, anger, covetousness, envy, sloth, gluttony, okay? We're inclined to these, especially pride, the root of all sin. So um, to do everything uh, through Mary uh, really means that, um, well, he, he goes on to explain it, okay? In number 259, he says, um, to do this, we have to renounce our own spirit, you know, which is fallen, um, and uh, renounce one's own views, one's own will, before doing anything. For example, before praying, before celebrating Mass, before making Holy Communion, okay? To renounce our own will, and in order to, to uh, imitate the will of Mary, and, and do everything being moved by the Holy Spirit. That requires, you know, a, a real recollected spirit throughout the day because if you think, you know, to, to be able to do this, okay, I'm, I'm renouncing my own spirit, my own views, my own will, and uh, I'm, I'm going to give myself up, as St. Louis says, to the spirit of Mary to be moved and directed as my good mother, Mary, who, who is our mother in, in the order of grace, how she will direct me. That's what a mother does, directs her children. So to be pausing before we, we undertake every action, even spiritual things like praying, going to Mass, okay? And St. Louis says, we can do this easily by saying, I renounce myself and give myself entirely to you, my dear mother. Okay. Now, uh, then he says, we that during any action we do and afterwards we renew this same active offering and union with the Blessed Virgin Mary. So to live this out, and this is not an easy thing to do, practically speaking, you know, it really requires a, a you know, a, a recollected state throughout the day so that we're, you know, when you're driving and you're cut off, you're <laughs> You know, your your natural response <laughs> is to get angry and get upset, and you're you're not going to do this. You're going to remain calm and say, "Well, God, you permitted this to share part of Christ's cross." Okay, or as I often use the, this as an example, because um, my my object when I go into shop at a store, like I, I I do the shopping for Father McDermott and I. Father McDermott lives with we share the rectory together, you know. I do the shopping. Okay, my one of my main objects, besides getting food when I go to the food store, is to get in and out as fast as possible. I don't like shopping. Okay, so I just I want to get in and out. You know, some people like to shop, not I. Okay, so uh, and it invariably happens that I get in the line where where someone needs the price check. You know, and then it's it's taking five more minutes to get. You know, and I just think, okay, just offer it up, okay? And so, <laughs> and it's not always that easy to do these things, you know, in, in the midst of daily activities and conversations with others, okay? Because our pride enters in and, and, and Mark is shaking his head. Yes, you want to share something, Mark? No, I, I think that you're exactly right. Do you think it's um, the busyness of today's world uh, makes it even more of a challenge? Oh, it, it could, but uh, I think everything is relative. 
And I think people in medieval times would have said, well, you know, we have a busy world too. And, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Got to hunt the, the stag and, and shoot it and whatever. Uh, so, um, but we, you know, I always think that, that, you know, the Internet is supposed to make things easy. Well, now it's, it's much more work, you know, because you have to answer all these emails and look at everything. So that can be uh, an obstacle to, to following Christ. Anyway, so, uh, so to do everything through Mary, next to do everything with Mary. And St. Louis says, you know, what does this mean? Well, um, we need to ask, how would Mary perform this act if she were performing it? Okay. To look upon Mary as the perfect model in every action, in every virtue and perfection. Consider how Mary performed it, how sh she would perform it if she were in our place. And here we, we can, you know, Think about her her virtues practically. Okay, um, uh, her great patience. Okay, uh, when I'm in the store waiting and the price check uh, is taking five minutes and I'm, and I'm I'm timing my you know my morning to get back to the rectory because I have a meeting and I I'm not going to make it now because it looks like I'm I'm going to be late trying to check out. So um, you know imitate Mary's heroic patience in order to imitate Jesus's heroic patience. So to do everything through Mary, with Mary. And, and then he just gives some examples here uh, with her lively faith, with her deep humility, with her divine purity, so on and so forth. Okay, Mary is the great unique mold of God designed to make living images of God. Okay, Mary actually, this is the teaching of St. Louis de Montfort, the teaching of the Second Vatican Council. It's in our catechism that Mary uh, generates us and, and forms us in Christ and forms Christ in us. Okay? And to do everything through Mary and with Mary you know, helps us to, to live this out. And then carry that idea I just said, to do everything in Mary. And St. Louis says, we must realize the Blessed Virgin is the true earthly paradise of the new Adam. Okay. He took okay. his delights. Jesus took his delights in Mary for nine months. He calls Mary's womb the earthly paradise of Jesus. Very beautiful. And it, it is incredible, if you really think about it, that the Son of God in becoming man, he could have come down, you know, just, you know, fully grown. He didn't. He spent the first nine months of his life in the womb of his mother, okay, which is just simply incredible. Here's God, you know, living nine months in the womb of his mother. And this is the idea of Jesus living in Mary, and we must live in Mary. If we're going to imitate Jesus perfectly, we've got to do everything, you could say, in the womb, or I like to say, in the heart of Mary, okay, the womb of her heart. Um, and St. Louis says, this most holy place, Mary's womb, consists only the virgin and immaculate soil from which the new Adam, that's Jesus Christ, St. Paul calls him the new Adam, was formed with neither spot nor stain by the operation of the Holy Spirit. So, you know, we want to be uh, in the womb of, of Mary so she can 
you know, lead us and guide us and we, so that we totally are dependent upon her. That total dependence, which is humility. I'm realizing, Mary, I can do, I can do no good on my own. You know, I need you to help me. And you can make all of my actions so much better. Uh, whatever I do, you can, you can, if I give it to you, you will make it more pleasing to God, more pleasing to Jesus. St. Louis de Montfort says these things throughout his work. Okay. And um, so, um, as St. As Louis says, and this is number 264, uh, Mary's womb is the house of the divine secrets where Jesus and all the elect have been conceived. Okay. So he's got these, these beautiful lines in, in his true devotion. So we do everything through Mary, with Mary, in Mary, and finally, to do everything for Mary. In other words, to consecrate all that we do, all our thoughts, all our words, all our actions, we give it to Mary, and we do so not only because she's our mother, but also she's our queen who reigns over us. As queen, and this is the teaching of popes, Pope Pius XII wrote an encyclical on the queenship of Mary. She has rights over us. Her reign, Mary's reign, is as vast and broad as that of her son, Jesus Christ. Father, I have a question with regards to that. So, um, you know, natural law, equal in dignity, different in gifts. I'm a man, Mary's a woman, you know, how am I supposed to be like Mary? Uh, but the, I will say, you know, I've done that 33 days and I fall behind and then I try to catch up. I don't know if that works as well. But for Mary, my birth mom died. Mary was like my I, my mom and John Paul oh, really? II said the same thing, yeah. Very beautiful, yes, yes. So what do you think about that? I'm not, a, I'm a guy, how am I supposed to be Mary? Well, no, we imitate Mary. We, we imitate her, right. her virtues, okay? I think he's saying that those virtues are effeminate. Is that what you're saying, Mark? Well, some of the nurturing qualities that is what you expect in a, in a mother and a woman. And oh, no, so she's like. doing that for us. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the virtues that St. Louis talks about is, is, is not necessarily mothering things. It's, you know, um, you know have, have this thought instead, okay? Uh, this is from the Song of Songs. Who is she that cometh forth as the morning rising, fair as the moon, bright as the sun, terrible as an army set in battle array? That's the Blessed Virgin Mary, okay? The woman warrior who crushes the head of the serpent. Right. So, you know, we can we can find, uh, sure. you know, both aspects of, of you know, uh, our what, what we, we would say the masculine and feminine in the Blessed Virgin Mary. But the virtues per se are... are you know, you say gender neutral. I mean, we're yeah. talking about faith. We're talking about patience. We're right, talking about, right. you know, her her constant state of recollection. So, you know, that's that's what we're talking about. Ma but maybe it's humility that he has a problem. <laughs> well, we, let me just say in the obvious, women are better at like, uh, you know, wait patience. Okay. Not really. Well, maybe maybe not, but they're they're generally, uh, I would say, more uh, communicative. You know, women just by nature are yeah. there are more. Right. But by, by nature, they they communicate more and better. I when I'm preparing couples for marriage, I, I I say this to couples. I say, you know, you're you're the guy. You have to learn to communicate with your wife. Guys don't, you know, tend to be more reticent. Um, there's a great movie if you've ever seen it where um, this is discussed in a, in kind of a funny way, but in a in a very good and in human way. Uh, um, 
the movie's called Shenandoah. It's with Jimmy Stewart. Doug McClure plays a young man who's who's uh, coming to to court, and he's going to marry his daughter, played by Catherine Ross. And Jimmy Stewart sits out on the porch with him, and he starts talking about, you know, women and how to treat women. Because Doug McClure is like he's you know typical guy; he doesn't know much about women and how to treat women. And and um, and uh, the advice he gives to Doug McClure, and then then you, the 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 scene shifts to to Catherine Ross, and her older sister, who's married, is giving her advice. You know. And, you know, she's like, well, really? She says, yeah, you have to leave men alone sometimes. You know, they want to be alone. You just can't, you can't be, you know, wanting to talk with them all the time. They just, really? We, yeah, yeah. Why is this? I'm not like this, but men are, okay? So, so it's, it's very good. So we're, we're complementary. Uh, this is one of the, you know, bases for, for marriage. Um, not only the physical complementarity, but you know, emotional, psychological complementarity. You know, men and women are are different and are meant to complement one another and learn from each other and build on each other's, you know, strengths. So both men and women have strengths and they have weaknesses, which we have to be aware of too. So, but to get back to doing everything for Mary, because I just got a couple of minutes, okay. Uh, the Sweetie Centers and St. Louis de Montfort says this, um, and acknowledging we are her personal slaves. Okay, this is number 265. And, and then he goes on to say, like every good servant and slave, we must not remain idle, but relying on her protection, we should undertake and carry out the great things for our, whole, our, our noble queen. We must defend her privileges when they are questioned, uphold her good name when it is under attack. We must attract everyone, if possible, to her service and to this true and sound devotion. So, um, you know, Mary, Mary is, is our queen. We are her, her slaves because we're slaves of Christ. He's the king. We're, we're slaves of Jesus. And Mary reigns with Christ. Okay? She's the queen mother who fulfills the Old Testament model of queen mother. Uh, uh, we see this in Bathsheba, for example. Uh, Mary is the queen mother now who, who reigns. And Pius XII uh, says, it's, it's in a talk he gave May 13th, 1946. You can go look it up, just Google it. You know, he, he's talking about Mary's queenship and says that you know her her reign is as vast and broad as that of her son and and we owe her uh, everything she has rights over us that's why we consecrate everything to her we we give it to her okay we I'm giving everything to you Mary okay take it okay um, you know polish it up polish it up make it make it presentable to Jesus because on my own it's 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 not worthy even to be presented to Jesus and uh, this is uh, a real humble idea which. Uh, helps us to grow in that, that littleness that, that Mary herself uh, exemplifies by her humility. She's, she's the, 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 the model par excellence after Jesus Christ in humility. Okay, So I see we have 33 seconds left. We're going to finish today with um, a, a little announcement. WSFI 88.5 FM uh, Miracle of the Sun Share-a-thon. Okay, are we? No, that's not. We're not. 
this that would be in October. But I think oh, okay. I think Mark just wants you to tell you to call in and make the donation. Call in to donate. Okay, okay. He's two two four two two four two zero six eight four five five, and I will end with uh, just a quick blessing through the intercession of the sorrowful and immaculate heart of Mary. May Almighty God bless you and keep you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. See you in two weeks. Thank you. You have been listening to The Marian Hour with Father Dwight Campbell. For a free copy of this recording, please visit us at wsfipodbean.com. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 600.